Welcome back, friends. You're listening to Share the Care. Share the Care is a movement with two goals in mind, to embrace and support those caring for loved ones and to provide the education and resources needed to navigate that role with ease. I co-host this podcast with Amber Gerard, and our show is composed of a Resources Within Reach series, which you're about to hear today, a Tips and Tricks segment, and our co-hosted segment that we break down care keys, questions from all family caregivers, and some tools and resources to support them along the way. You are about to listen to an episode with Micah Jarrell with PatientCareGuide.com. All of these resources have been primarily for the family caregiver. So we're kind of switching it up a little bit this week. And although this interview is for you, if you're a family caregiver, it's also for those of you that are serving in the healthcare space. So I would really encourage you if you're not able to tune in here live with us to catch the replay that will be on YouTube here on Facebook. And then you can also search share the care all one word on all podcast platforms. So Let's go ahead and just get started. Micah, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm excited. Yay, you're so welcome. So let's just dive right in. I would love if you could just share with us who you are, kind of your background and what led you here, and then we'll just take a deep dive into patient care guide. Okay, great. Um, so I, I'm a registered nurse. That, that was my original, um, that was the start of my professional career. Um, I I worked in Dallas, Texas and got the the bedside experience. And then I went into um, sales and marketing. I worked for two pharmaceutical companies and then actually lived in South Africa uh, doing some work there. That was neat. Driving on the other side of the road and the other (laughs) side of the car was really good for my brain to kind of expand. It's conditioning. Um, Yeah, it was. And, and then I, then I, uh, whenever we moved back, I started working for Kindred on the long-term acute care hospital side. And it was something that there, I've had a lot of reflective moments where I've looked back and thought, I didn't know that whenever I was working as, um, as a bedside nurse, I had no idea what LTAC was. I knew what home health was. I knew what just a couple things were, but they don't really give you any kind of training on it. And so the, the idea for what we'll talk about today, actually, the seed was created about seven years ago. Okay. And I was out doing marketing uh, for Kindred and I would get a referral. I would do my marketing and I would get a referral and I'd run out there really you know, quickly. I, would, um, I, I won't say I was speeding, but there were a couple of times. first on the scene. Yes, I was first on the scene. <laughs> And you'd have to get up there. And then every time I would talk to a family, it was like I was starting from the very beginning, telling them a whole new story. And um, so that comes to the, the creation of the idea for Patient Care Guide is how can we tell that story um, to a patient, to a family, and into the case manager sooner? Where it wasn't because I... Um, I told such my my favorite joke is how much does it cost for a pirate to pierce pierce both ears? It's a buccaneer, um, and I thought I'm getting referrals because I told a, a funny joke, uh. and it 
And that's, that's what my marketing strategy wasn't just the joke, but uh, I, I would go up and do handouts and things like that, that I'm sure that um, the busy case managers probably didn't remember anything. Sure. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll bring up one statistic that's it. They say don't as many up. as you want. I love them. All right. 8%. And I'll tell you more about 8%. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll kind of pull back after I've told you a little bit about myself. And um, I was a, a director with the specialty pharmacy okay. and same problem in, in every space. And it, I went back to square one whenever I was a bedside nurse. So I'll kind of pull back the curtains for what it looks like for uh, a patient and a family yeah. in the hospital. And, and I was kind of shocked at at how many people every year? I'll give a second statistic. Yay. 36 million Americans are hospitalized every year. And that's a question I like to ask is, have you, have a friend, have a, a family member ever been in the hospital? And that's a question that everyone would say, yeah, I yeah. have. And, and then I, I like to think about kind of descriptor words on how did you feel when you were in the hospital, when you're your friend was in the hospital when mm. your family member was there. Just that vulnerable feeling where you don't know what's going on. You have a lot of new information coming. You're very, um, you're, you're just at a kind of a loss for words at that moment. How do you, how do you handle that situation? And then I'm going to go to what does it look like for a bedside nurse? So, Say I'm working in a med surge unit and I show up at 645 and they say, Micah, here are your six patients that you're going to have today. And then I'll just break it down in hours. My shift is 12 hours. So I still have to give, you know, get report at the beginning of the shift and then give report at the end of the shift. That takes some time. Yep. And then after I, I get my game plan for what the day is going to be like, I'm going to, I, I'm going to go pull medications, supplies. Um, I'm going to answer call lights in addition to what I have to do as a nurse. So by the end of the day, for each patient, the time you actually spend is just minutes. And, yeah. and you're, you're the person that, you know, as a bedside nurse that the, the patient in the family is going to ask questions to, but you just don't have time. And then we'll step into the case manager's shoes. The, the case manager might have 20 patients, maybe they have 30 patients that they're managing and think about how little time, if you just say they're there for eight hours during the day, they're just able to spend minutes. And then we'll go to the marketer's perspective. So there's 20 marketers coming in to talk to that case manager who has 20 minutes for each patient max. And they're, they have doctors saying, this patient can go today. What? I, I had no idea on that. And then they have a fire drill that they're having to handle. And then basic questions like, oh, I've never seen this insurance. What are we going to do? And then the marketer who maybe is telling the, how much does it cost for a pirate to pierce both ears, um, walks out in, in the strategy for marketing is hope. You're just hoping so they pick him. Calling back. So yeah. the, the one, the one, so we'll have three silos while well, the patients and the families, 
we'll have case managers and then we'll have marketers. How do you match those three up? Because the, the marketers are busy, the, the uh, case managers are busy, the nurses are in that same silo, they're busy. Mm-hmm. And then you, you have patients and families that are sitting there with a lot of questions. They're wondering- How are they supposed to make a next step? How are they supposed, how to, are we gonna how are they supposed to plan? And, and most of the time as case managers, they, they've already made a decision, um, some sort of a decision. Maybe it's down to two. Sure. And if you're getting referrals, you go, that's great. Um, that's fantastic. What I've been doing is great. But the COVID limitations really exposed um, a big flaw in how post-acute marketing happens. And it's just, you have a good relationship. That's all it comes down to. And that's great. You can, you can expand on that. But say you have a great relationship. You're the case manager. I'm the marketer. And you give me the referral. Every time I walk into that patient's room, I'm having to start. All the I'm way over. Tell the whole story from, from the very beginning. So that third silo, the patient has some time in there. They've got a lot of questions. How can we create that picture for the, for the patient ahead of time? Um, and, and that's where patient care guide is. I've really enjoyed um, being in the process of this launch because it brings all three together. It truly is a win-win-win. Yeah. So you have a more engaged patient, a more engaged family. You're answering questions and you're giving a great resource to case managers who um, don't have to pick up the phone and call and say, Christy, are you in network with right. Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield? They can go on to the patient care guide website and look for it. And can your home health service provide out in, you know, Northwest Indiana, an area that I'm not familiar with, or we have someone that was traveling um, to visit family in Lafayette and they had to hospitalize them, but they're going to go back home to Missouri. What do you do? So on patient care guide, you can look for providers that whenever they're making that trip home, they're ready to discharge. Who are the, the seven home health agencies that, that um, could provide services there? So we're able to um, answer a lot. And I, I was recently in Indiana and what's, what's Indiana's theme? It's Crossroads of America. Oh, I'm like, uh, extreme <laughs> wind and rain? <laughs> <laughs> no, not the right answer. <laughs> yes, Crossroads. Yes, go with that. It's Crossroads. So that's what Patient Care Guide is. It's a Crossroads. You, you can say Gateway. Gateway is my, my favorite way that you explained it to me earlier in the week. That has stuck with me consistently. I wrote Bridge and Gateway. That's like how I envision it. Um, and I think I shared with you, it, it reminds me of, um, like a Zillow right. or you gave way better examples than Zillow, but <laughs> you can literally go and I'm going to put screenshots and the webpage and all of, all of the things in the comments, but you truly like when it popped up for me, I typed in the zip code that I live in and everything that was around me popped up. And I'm wondering if you have a statistic for this <laughs> because, <laughs> because you shared with me before we hopped on the like the words that we can hear. Right. But I'm curious as to how, how much quicker we can read. Like I'm a very, very fast reader. And so if right. I can go to patient care guide, check those seven home health 
companies and kind of compare and contrast before I've narrowed it down to two to call, I'm way ahead of the game. And those people didn't have to, like you're saying, start from the beginning and tell me the whole story. Right. And, and you're putting, um, there's an uh, art history uh, professor that did a study on how we learn. Um, cute. Um, <laughs> so most of us in that they did a study and they said 65% of people are primarily visual learners. So what's, what's visual visual is yeah. not really a word. Like I was saying, if I, if I say T R E E, you don't picture the letters T R E E, you picture a tree yeah. and our, our mind right, right there. Um, so our mind remembers in pictures and, what, what happens a lot of times when we're talking to families is we're just giving pieces of paper and that's not a memorable, um, 65% of people being visual learners, that's not visual. No. And then 30% uh, being primarily auditory learning. That's not auditory either. You're and and I'm going to come back to 8%. What's the 8% number? Oh Yeah. So patients remember 8% of their discharge planning, 8%. That's it. So they have a lot of time when they're in a hospital or they're, um, you know, in a, in a rehab waiting to discharge, but they're not remembering much because what happens is you have these, you have these busy case managers, you have these busy nurses, you have, everything's really busy. And then all of this information that gets packed into the discharge planning happens in the last hour. And, and what, what is it, going back to our experience in the hospital, you're just thinking in the last hour, who's going to pick me up? Yeah. Where am I, I going? Where am I going? I have some flowers here. I need to put those down. Um, and, and you're just thinking about how am I getting out of here and where am I going here? Right. I have no idea. And then whenever the discharge planning comes in on a piece of paper again, um, after there's a piece of paper that says, here are your options for where you're going, you don't feel good about, you know, what's going to happen. And then, yeah. and then hospitals will wonder, why is uh, the engagement rate so, so low? Like, why, why are patients not engaging in their plan of care? Well, the answer is it's because they're not part of their plan of care. Sure. They, they're, they're just along for the ride, even though um, the patient and the family should be the, the, the most. Or at least not in a way. Yeah. At least not in a way that makes sense based on what you've just shared. Like, I don't know. I, if I had a piece of paper given to me, even at this exact age in this exact situation, it's also probably going to get tucked into all of the other papers or things that you'll read later. Right. Mm -hmm. That none of us ever read later. <laughs> now. <laughs> I just want to get out. <laughs> yep, whatever. Yes. We're like the Madagascar penguins, just smile and wave. I'll say yes to anything to get out of here. Get out. Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, when, when you get to that next, say you're going to an inpatient rehab or you're going to a skilled nursing facility, you're shocked because your brain still is creating pictures for where you're going. So if, if you don't really know where you're going, then you're probably going to be disappointed because you're going to think yeah. one thing, even if it might be better whenever you show up, but it's not what you're expecting. Sure. Um, and oh, that's so smart. I would have never thought it through like that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So 
Um, like Riverwalk Village in Nobles, Noblesville. Um, yeah. Allie, the marketing rep there, does a really good job with that. And she shared that she'll share her profile from Patient Care Guide that combines all of her marketing Everything. tools. Yes. And, and uh, you know, potential patients are, are able to go back a little bit further in the discharge process because marketers um, a lot of times don't realize that they're getting a call after the decisions being being made. How many more referrals could you get if you were part of that process before the decision had been made? So let's go back a little bit. Tell your story with how your brain can remember things with, with videos, pictures. Let's show a room. What are you, what are you proud of? What is your, mm. what does your facility do the best? Um, yeah. And you thought that on that piece of paper that we handed out that the case manager took the time and they put it in their bag and then read it when they went home. And I'm being very sarcastic on that. Um, how can you brag about yourself? It's with pictures. That's how we do all of our shopping. That's how we search for everything else. But in post-acute care, we, we haven't had a resource. And that's, that's where patient care guides unique. It can, it's a tool that can be used anonymously um, where you can go look at it and see, okay, basic things. Where is it located? Mm -hmm. What insurances are in network? Um, what I like what, the COVID, like now accepting COVID patients or now, like, I actually think that that's the profile that I had checked out. Um, and do they have a virtual tour on there? They do. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. And real quick, a point that you just mentioned is not only is it having all of their marketing tools that they're proud of, because I'm I'm not sure, but perhaps they have other tools available to them. This is like a one-stop shop where you as the marketer or a marketing director get to say, based on what we've experienced, this is what why people come here, or this is what people love about living here right and packaging those up one time smarter not harder one time right and then the person can go i mean like i stopped a lot of profiles <laughs> but you can see pictures and you can see like there's some that are more engaged than others but even the ones with basic information is still more visual information than you would have otherwise right yeah that's that's a great observation and you're able to tell your story ahead of time. So you're not having to, you're more efficient. Yeah. You're telling a lot of your story. So when you're going in and if you're a liaison that has to check off some boxes, you're able to do that because you're not telling the whole story of what is going back to my um, nursing experience. What is a skilled nursing facility? Is that, what does that entail? Is that just yeah. a, am I just going to be in a bed like on TV or what are you doing? Okay. We have, um, we have a respiratory therapist here um, or we, we can do IV antibiotics for you, or we have a therapist that will come in or we specialize in lymphedema treatment. Um, so there, there are a lot of questions that makes you more efficient and from a, from a marketer's perspective, you spend a lot of time trying to get attention from a referral source. And then that first referral you get 
ends up being something you can't take. Mm. Um, so you're able to have good, good experiences too, where your first experience isn't a negative one. Sure. When they do reach out, Christy, I have a patient for you. They've gone through and looked at, okay, you can do this. And yeah. then you have a more positive experience and then you have repeat business with it. Everybody seems to be set up for success. Yes. It's, it's a win, win, win. Ah, um, I love that. But, but what we need the, the marketers to do now, because patient care guide is like, um, we built a house that has the frames, it has wood for patients to go look at it and, and be more engaged with it, um, for them to see how um, unique each provider services are to make, there are 33,000 post-acute providers. And I, of course, I said I wouldn't do another statistic, but to, to make yourself one out of the 33,000, make yourself unique, going in and putting the brick and the landscaping on the outside of the house, um, the post-acute pr providers need to go in and create their profile. It can be anything you want and it can be changed anytime you want. So as a, as a marketer, if you have, it's American Heart Month or it's Alzheimer's Awareness Month and you have memory care, you can you can change your profile anytime you'd like. It doesn't it's, it doesn't have to just stay one way. Maybe it works. Maybe that's what you'd like. But you can tell your your story. You can um, upload different yeah. um, sales pieces, and you can you can have your Facebook link, your LinkedIn link. You can have Instagram. You can have Twitter. Whatever you'd like, yeah. um, it's available to do um, YouTube. If you have a um, video you make yourself. You're I was just going to say that's a great place also for um, actual patient testimonials. Yes. Yes. So it, it can be, it just depends on how, how creative yeah. you want to be as a marketer, even though we love just um, being busy all the time. Yeah, um, I do not. So <laughs> smarter, not harder is my new uh, motto in all things. <laughs> smarter, not harder. And then getting getting up with the times because healthcare is supposed to be the most advanced part of our society, but we're kind of back in the eighties with yeah. just call us and then just do a fax. And then we'll, we'll look at all this stuff. Just Let, send me a fax. Just I'll send get right fax. back to you. Yeah. And <laughs> let them, let them sell themselves and then be more part of their journey. It's, it's a great tool to use. Um, it, it could be a senior care advisor. It can be a marketer to be able to get, you don't know any, um, but it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a free tool for, for the general public to use to, to educate themselves and to shop like we do for everything else. Yeah. If I'm, since I have long hair, every time I'm looking for a new hair dryer on Amazon, I'm going to go to Amazon since that's a gateway if I have a question about just a random question, like when was the last time that Indiana university beat Ohio state in football? I'll probably Google it. It's an informational game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yelp, Zillow, your example of looking for yeah. go and you can anonymously search. Yeah. It's, it's a great tool for educating um, yourself, ed educating yourself and helping educate other people. Just, we all use our phones. If you have a profile that you're recommending to someone, I'm going to send you this link. 
And yeah. what do you think about it? And then they'll go, okay, I get it. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're, they're going to be more compliance, a, a yeah. word that we use a lot for, are you taking your medications and all that kind of stuff? But compliance is a lot about being part of the journey. And um, we would joke a lot, not, we weren't joking about people, but a lot of times patients are the last ones to know what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. I They're believe the that. Last. We're going to bring the, um, you know, stretcher in because you're going to go do this. And, oh, we forgot to tell you that we're doing this procedure on you. Yeah. Um, so this helps. It feels that way for sure. Oh, yeah. And, and it's that just uh, helpless feeling you have when you're getting medical care most of the time. So this, this pulls back the curtain. It's like the Wizard of Oz where you're looking at, okay, this isn't going to be so bad. Right. Um, this can be enjoyable and it, it, gets, it gets people, it gets the general public, it gets um, marketers, it gets case managers um, everyone's on the same page. They're on the same page. And then um, it, it's a lot more efficient. And then it comes down to the marketers. Um, how creative are you going to be? Yeah. Which is marketing anyways. It's so like, marketing. that's a beautiful platform to do so in. And I had thought of something when you were just saying that and now it's gone. That's okay. Um, but I just think about like everybody being a part of that process. Oh, I remember now the, the expectation then that you have when you go to your next step has a way better chance of coming to fruition and becoming true. You, at least your expectation matches something you can visualize or have heard or, or whatever your way of learning is. And then when you show up and it looks like the place that you just saw in a virtual tour, that's comforting. That is how to make people feel comfortable with where they're going because they were part of the process and they feel, even if they've never been there, like they've been there. Like they've been there ahead of time. Yeah. That's another great point because um, marketers, um, I'd be kind of preaching to the choir on this one. You'll go in there and do the best job of explaining what's going to happen, where they're mm-hmm. going to go. And then patients will you know, come onto service or start living a new place. And then they go, this is nothing like what you I thought it was going to be. be. Going, it's exactly what I had pictured in my mind when I was telling you about it. Right. But being able to show the the visuals of where you're going is, yeah. is great. So we do need the post-acute providers to go and then um, claim your profile. It's a very user-friendly um, okay. process. And then you'll just verify your email and then you can, create your profile. And if you have questions, info at patientcareguide.com, you can, uh, you know, we'll have um, someone help with uh, creating your profile and giving little pearls of um, yes, you know, ways to create it. So it, it will help. Um, it will help the, the marketer get in the process of decision-making before the decision's been made. I love that. So it is a neat win-win-win where you're getting those three silos of the patient and family and then the case manager and the the hospital, and then you're also getting the marketer together. So everyone benefits from it. The dream team gets to all be together. They all get to be together. Literally on the same page. On the same page. On the internet. 
where we do things now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The internet is kind of new. Yeah. It's fresh on the scene. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to make sure to share before I ask you my favorite question? No, just go to patientcareguide.com and yep. we're, we're launching right now. And um, one of the innovators lives in Indiana. Um, so Indiana is a special place. It's one of our focuses in terms of mark of launching yeah. um, in Indiana. And uh, it's the crossroads or the gateway to America. I know that St. Louis is the gateway arch, but well, we'll call it Indiana. Park. It's the heart of America. And, and that's what patient care guide is, is it's a gateway to post acute providers. We're just matching. We're, we're a good matchmaker. Yeah. Um, so go to the site and look around and, yeah. and love your um, recommendations too. And feel free to, to reach out at any time. Awesome. I love that so much. I, in, I highly encourage you and invite you for sure to check it out. Like I love it. Zillow is my best analogy because no one on Zillow knows that I'm looking for houses to rent <laughs> except for me. Yeah. And so this is very similar to that. You can very easily just go check it out, see what it feels like, see if you like it. If you have questions, we'll put all the contact information down below, but it's just a really great tool and I'm excited to see it grow. Yes. And then my favorite question that I ask everyone, so you are not excused of it is what is your favorite self-care practice? Um, hiking. Um, hiking so I yeah. live in, I'm traveling now, but I, I live in Colorado. Mm -hmm. So getting out and there, there are 58 peaks that are over 14,000 feet in Colorado. Uh, and the, the local lingo is how many 14ers have you hiked? So uh, getting up to the, the top of the peaks and then looking out and seeing a state over um, I love those dramatic, dramatic views out there. So hiking is, is really uh, um, refreshing. Mm, I love that. That's it. See, this is why we've connected so well. I too love nature. Awesome. Well, I super appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate the, yeah. the time and opportunity. So. Yeah, you're so welcome. All right, guys. Well, we're going to hop off here. And then you can catch replays on YouTube and the podcast. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.